Welcome back to But Why Though, and today we have a very special Alan Wake 2 interview with creative director Sam Lake and game director Kyle Rowley discussing Saga Anderson, horror, and everything that went into continuing the legacy 13 years later. Give it a listen. Hi! Nice to be talking with you. Yeah, it's so nice to be talking with y'all. Uh, Alan Wake means a lot to me, so I'm so excited to get to to do this interview. <laughs> Thanks uh, yeah. <laughs> so my first question is actually about what it's like coming back to one of horror's largest gaming legacies uh, 13 oh, years later. How you. does it, how does it feel? <laughs> Uh, it's 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 been a long long journey uh, getting here. Uh, so we 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 are happy and excited. It's always nerve wracking uh, to release uh, something that you've been working on so long, exposing it to everybody, mm-hmm. uh, and and it's been a lot of work. So. Uh, feeling pretty exhausted at the same time. Um, so my so my question first revolving around gameplay, one of the things that struck me is the cinematic quality of the game. And what I mean very specifically is the light production on the game, particularly with Saga as a main character who is in a lot of dark scenes, but she has dark skin. That's something that not every um, graphics engineer or animator can do um, perfectly. Uh, but when yeah. we get the chance to see her, especially in the gameplay elements, we never lose her in the dark atmosphere of the game. So I wanted to ask what it was like creating scenes while also taking into account the or, uh, Saga's identity and, and aesthetic. Yeah, I mean, lighting overall is important part of this experience of course because this is alan wake and and light and darkness play such a big key role uh like thematically and visually uh in it but also like we we have a wonderful wonderful art director janne pulkinen uh and and there was already kind of in the in the phase when we were concepting this and 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 creating the vision for this, we wanted to stylize this in a in a in a strong way, you know, drawing from kind of very very stylized lighting, you know, inspired by uh, art house uh, cinema horror films, uh, you know, flash photography and 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 you know these kinds of things and 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 for sure that there was a lot of thought and discussion put into lighting uh in, including like making sure that that uh our hero character saga specifically uh comes across in a in a in a really really good way yeah we did we've updated our technology in terms of like hair for example which i think was very important for this particular game because obviously saga um, so yeah, character art team have done an amazing job and, you know, our, uh, our animation team, lighting team, they're all awesome, awesome uh, professionals. So very happy with how it came out. When it came to creating a, a dual narrative, um, for, for the game, like 
Alan Wake, one of the reasons it is a horror icon in gaming is not just, you know, the mechanics, but also the storytelling. And when you pull that into a dual narrative with two characters that work side by side, how did you decide on Saga as our additional, as our heroine? Uh, and did you think at all about the fact that there really aren't many women of color in horror video games? Like, at all um what is it did you have that kind of uh I, I apologize that the question's a little everywhere um just were you thinking about that and kind of the milestone that this kind of sets for for people who who could identify with saga yeah for sure like for us where i mean first of all remedy has been around for uh 28 years and 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 if we go back and 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 through all of our games, there really is not that like like it's a big deal for us to add a hero character uh, in our games. That uh, there are quite few uh, through through these years, and and then more than anything for us, it is important that that uh, we are expanding our roster of heroes and 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 finding uh you know new ideas to bring into it and and with saga we really wanted a modern uh hero character mm -hmm. to bring in it 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 really also starts with with the story and storytelling and and so you know this is called alan wake 2 but this is just as as much a story about Saga, and, and she's just as important in this as Alan Wake, uh, the title character, is. And, and, and she is exactly the character she needs to be for this story to be told. Uh, so, so a really big part of it, and a lot of thinking has gone uh, into creating uh, her uh, as a character and and this being a horror story uh, with with a lot of psychological horror aspects to it as well like we are learning about her and she is learning about herself and and her backstory all all very much part of the narrative um i think one of my next questions is stylistically one of the things that i've been blown away by with the video game that from what we've seen so far is the different levels of uh, visual narrative that are being used to call back to different elements of horror. Atmosphere is one, light is one, sound is one, um, but also jump scares. You all have done an amazing job with like effectively using the few that I've seen. Um, and I wanted to know when you're crafting the horror, those are so many layers to keep in consideration and to have work with each other. Um, what were some of your inspirations and how did you kind of make sure that the horror, regardless of how it was brought to the front, kind of stayed uh, unified in the storytelling? Um, I mean, this is obviously the first time we've ever made a, a horror game. We've got some horror elements in some of our other games and, you know, Alan Wake touched on that a bit. I think that when we were thinking about what kind of horror we wanted to create, um, we looked we looked at like what kind of horror we enjoy, not just in games, but also yeah. like like modern uh, like pop culture. Um, so 
you know, for me personally, if I look back to like horror games, things I've really enjoyed, like Silent Hill was one of the ones which stuck out to me from a personal perspective, just because it's less about um, the the second second jump scares that get layered on top of each other. It's not about like grossing the player out. It's all about the atmosphere, that that sense of dread, the feeling that something's not quite right. Um, and we felt that that kind of just lean that uh, that just kind of like as an inspiration worked very well with Alan Wake, obviously because it's kind of more psychological and the narrative is like a more fundamental part of that horror experience. Like trying to, you know, I think it's important that we kind of keep the player on their toes throughout the experience, but also like from the start of the game to the end of the game, what's the what's the horror that you kind of get from the start to the end? And what's the kind of questions that you ask yourself when you finish the, the, the game, like on a narrative level? Um, and that, a lot of that comes from also inspiration, things like uh, A24's new movies, like Hereditary and Midsummer and Ari Aster, yeah. uh, Lighthouse, The Witch, you know, those more modern horror, horror films, which are more focused on the story and the, and the kind of narrative and the characters and what kind of they go and, through. And atmosphere. And atmosphere, yeah, yeah. 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 So more that those are the kind of like influences that we've been thinking about when trying to build build Alan Wake too. But you know we do have jump scares as you say, <laughs> but they they're kind of like for us they're 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 a way to relieve a bit of the pressure. But we still yeah. want that kind of sense of dread over the course of the whole experience. So yeah. and 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 a lot of it goes back to uh, idea of stylization and bringing together uh, different mediums to 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 build this experience so using live action and 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 a lot of the kind of like horror flash visions that that we are bringing in to uh kind of show you and signify you that that the the supernatural darkness is is turning its attention towards you or or yeah. or the hero you are playing uh, all of that is kind of stylized live action content that 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 we we have shot along the way yeah, I think the, one, of the, one of the key things about the Alan Wake IPO as well is that, you know, it's not, we didn't want to just be like pure horror, but wall-to-wall horror. We kind yeah. of wanted the levity. So, and this is something that we that was even in Alan Wake 1, you know, small town Americana, quirky characters. You can, we have a conversation system. You can talk to people. We kind of have like quirky live action footage that you can kind of go, go check out. So I think from a, you know, to differentiate us from other kind of horror games, we do have that mm -hmm. kind of levity in there as well. So, and, and, for us, that also makes the world more believable, make makes you care about the characters more. So when they are threatened by the horror, then then it's all, all the more horrifying. Yeah, heightened. And I will say, like, that is probably, I will say you have, like, one of the best uh, definitions of why a jump scare is useful. I actually love them in film. It's that little moment that lets you just kind of, like, release all the adrenaline that's been up just so that you can build it up again. Uh, yeah. So I thank you for like giving me the words to describe why jump scares are actually really dope. Um, <laughs> um, when we look at this audience, we're in the Pacific Northwest, which is obviously, I mean, we have Twin Peaks that's set there. We have a kind of a horror history, whether you're looking at things like um, cryptids or you're looking at existing stories that get told there in the Pacific Northwest, what went into kind of um, bringing that to life in the game? And as you said, kind of between creating a real environment, uh, were you thinking about having people who live there kind of recognize towns that they may have driven through or things they may have seen? And can you talk a little bit about developing the setting? Well, for the original Alan Wake already, uh, our, our our team did research trips mm -hmm. uh, to Pacific Northwest uh, 
took a ton of photos, visited many small towns there and 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 wilderness and 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 video material as well. Uh, this time around again, uh, and and because the technology has been going forward, like uh, even even kind of like uh, scanning and modeling, uh, you know, trees and 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 nature in general to to get to the kind of like uh, step up with the uh, realism uh, overall. So, so a lot of research has been done and, and drawing from real world, even though, of course, our two small towns side by side uh, that you get to visit in this game, which is Pride Falls and Watery, they are fictional uh, uh, places. But as, as an example, you know, Watery, we discover us, us working from Finland, uh, Watery we discover is actually the small town that was founded by Finnish immigrants, like a hundred oh, wow. years over logging and fishing industry. And of course, there are there are echoes of this, like Astoria uh, in the in the Pacific Northwest had a big Finnish uh, immigrant population uh, back then. So so kind of taking these ideas from real world, but but then using them for our fiction. When it comes to, so now I want to talk about Alan Wake because he's our title character. He has, a, I mean, he has a legacy with everybody. Um, what types of development as a character can people expect to learn from him and learn about him in this game? We, we are digging deeper into his mind uh, for showing this one uh like in in the first game he ends up being trapped in the dark place at the end it was always meant to be a cliffhanger uh turns out it 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 was really really difficult for us to get back to him and it's <laughs> now taken 13 years and we we are just kind of like leaning into that meaning that yes in the in the story as well he's been trapped in a nightmare dimension of the dark place for 13 years and all this time he's been trying to escape, trying to write a perfect story that would change the reality around him and allow him to escape. And he has failed. And, 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 and Dark Place being this dream reality, his stories are affecting his surroundings in the Dark Place. And, and it's even kind of drawing from his thoughts and from his fears. So when we come back in now 13 years later, you know, everything around him is reflecting his thoughts and, and his nightmares. Uh, we we find him kind of like uh, not doing very well, <laughs> not not very surprisingly. And, and we are kind of like peeling away layers of his mind and, 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 and going deeper into his uh, pain points. Uh, so, so, yeah, we, we will be definitely learning new sides of the character. I think one of the other things that really intrigues me, and, and this intrigues me with a lot of IP, is not just that a sequel game is a continuation of an existing story like we see with Alan, which obviously plays to existing fans of, of the story, um, but it also can be the first time somebody forms a new Alan Wake memory. Um, what does it mean for Remedy to kind of be taking the reins of this and creating 
potentially somebody's first exposure to the character and to the story? And have you thought about being someone's first memory? And then also, what does it mean to let this be a gateway for new audiences who haven't met Alan before? Yeah, that 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 like for us that that was one of the first important discussions uh starting to work on this that that the fact of it is it's been over 10 years uh since the first game uh so that even if this is a sequel it needs to be something that that new new players can can easily hop hop into and and enjoy it 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 could not be something that where where the original Alan Wake and this being a remedy connected universe experience, meaning that it 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 is drawing from control as well and control yeah. exists in the same world. It can't be so that you would be required to do homework and play the earlier games yeah. true before you can come to this. Uh, so it's been designed with that in mind. It's it's a big game, bigger than we have ever created, and and it it is standalone enough so that you can come in without knowing anything and 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 how things are set up and 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 kind of discoveries made. You will be able to understand like what's going on and 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 what's happening there. Saga plays a role in this as well. Well, like she is a new hero character. She has not experienced supernatural before the beginning of this game. And, and she's an FBI agent coming to investigate these ritualistic murders in a small town setting. Then when the supernatural starts to creep in, she is adjusting and she is learning. And with her, all of us, like all the players, uh, you know, through her point of view are learning about this as well. So, so it, it it's been this kind of a interesting balancing act. We really wanted this to work for somebody who doesn't know anything, and yet it is a remedy connected universe crossover experience. It is a sequel to Alan Wake. So, for returning fans or of the previous games, there is a thorn of material to be discovered, kind of like under the surface when you dig in and when you explore threads that we are picking up and continuing and 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 kind of like optional story content that that connects it back to uh many many other things um and then for each of you what do you want people to take away from the game whether when they roll credit credits or they finish your favorite scene of the game what do you want people to feel what do you want them to carry with them um i think from my it kind of comes back to what we were talking about with horror like i would really like people to uh you know come away from the experience like finishing it and and, ha and thinking and have having it be an experience where they kind of lingers in the mind you know something that you think about after you finished it when you're having a shower or on the toilet or, having a <laughs> or whatever like it's so those things kind of lingers in your mind and you kind of like you're, you're thinking about trying to think about it again and then you're like okay I'm going to play for it again and and, and you've got a new a new perspective or a new uh, context yeah. for the information you're getting presented um so something that kind of is longer lasting basically in in people's thought process I think that would be good for me. yeah I like it is by design a very dense experience and we are giving a lot of control into players hands they they can essentially 
choose their own pacing and order of things. Like you can keep on playing on Saga almost to the end and switch to Alan Wake and follow after or vice versa or keep switching between the characters. And, and how it's been built is that you will kind of get different perspectives into things depending on like, you know, the, the, the places where, where there are connection points, which side you read mm -hmm. first. Uh, so, so hopefully like it is something that, that motivates players to go back in and, and, and try it again. And maybe they missed something entirely on, on their first playthrough. Uh, like, like if we go back to the original Alan Wake and, and how he begins it, we, we have the Stephen King quote there, uh, uh, where, and, and about not explaining things and, and that's part of the poetry of fear and Alan Wake continues from there saying that the unanswered mystery is what stays with you the longest and what you remember in the end. Uh, this has been very much part of kind of crafting this experience. You will get plenty of answers to kind of things that, that people are maybe wanting answers for, but plenty of new questions as well and, 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 and kind of fragments that you can keep, you know, piecing together yourself to form your own theory. Uh, and, and, and yeah, like I would be really, really happy if, if people come out of this and, and yeah, it sticks with them and they keep thinking about it uh, beyond. And I, I think that kind of like leads into one of the other questions I, I've been mulling over since I, I've I probably watched all of the gameplay videos that have come out. I got to watch the uh, the preview at Summer Games Fest. Um, when it came to developing this, the, the dual protagonist structure in such a way that you, you do have to play through both and they give you different answers and even down to the really cool board that we have in Saga's Mind Place all of it seems very tactile and player focused while still like, how did you manage to bring forward that this player choice I want to say for right now um, with a narrative that is also kind of steering them in a direction to build that mystery and build those questions. Uh, how, how did you balance those two things against each other? Um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a challenge, you know, it's like um, one of the goals we had for this project from the start was that we wanted to make the the story and the gameplay much more like linked together. So like mm -hmm. creating a more cohesive, like holistic experience where they kind of complement each other. Um, and by doing that, we've created mechanics, like you say, the case board, which is as a player, I am basically piecing together the, the clues and investigating and, and trying to un unravel this mystery. And then on, on, on Alan Wake's side, we have like an equivalent mechanic called the, the plot board, where you are as Wake are kind of rewriting the story that you're kind of moving through as Wake. Um, and, but because they're kind of both like na very narrative driven features, it means that, you know, each team is almost like stopping each other from working because we're trying to figure out the game mechanics and then we're trying to write the story, but they can't write the story until the game mechanics are figured out. So we, we basically did choose a very ambitious and difficult approach to making this game. <laughs> but, I, but I think that like, um, that agency and that that ability to kind of manipulate the story and uncover those those mysteries with the character are kind of what makes it engaging in a way. Like it's mm -hmm. it's like I, I we wanted the player to actively be in the story with the characters. So and 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 we feel that 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 is something that helps 
with the kind of deep and and at times complex story as well that because the player is in active part following the clues placing them in and 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 kind of like finding answers to these questions it it also like helps them to follow the story uh in many ways yeah and, we, and in terms of like the dual narrative like we we wrote this story in this game because we knew that we wanted to have this structure if we if we'd had a structure where like we were forcing you to play as different characters at different times we would have done a, a different story i think for that so um, we definitely were, were aware of the fact that we we wanted the player to be switching and and also the mechanics they kind of mirror each other like it's you know saga has a mind place uh alan has his writer's room we have the case board the plot board so we didn't want the players to have to relearn how to play the game every time they switch characters um so we kind of created mechanics which feel the same but the contextualization is just different yeah awesome well thank you all so much for your time i'm really excited for alan wake too <laughs> um, thanks very much for speaking to us thank you yeah of course this, this was fun